Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the first of all black Greeks, the men of distinction, the brothers of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated.
are the baddest motherfuckers on this campus. Not the Alphas, not the Kappas, or the Q's. And definitely not the Gamma Dogs. You damn skippy. So this is for you. Hit it. Welcome back to another episode of the Children of Immigrants Podcast. I'm the man with the plans going to always keep it 100 grand. Uh, K-Dot, a.k.a. the Nigerian Therapist, a.k.a. Deuce of the Juice. Uh, Rafael De La Ghetto, if you know your Fresh Prince, you understand the reference. Baby Booker T, since I got locks now. Uh, formerly Side Nigga Sundays, now Main Nigga Mondays, because I got a girlfriend and all the other shit. I am sitting here in the Zoom <laughs> Trap Studios uh, with some finer ladies today. Uh, this is going to be a real... Greek heavy episode. Y'all probably gonna get sick and tired of half the shit we talk about, but whatever. Fuck you. Either you got it or you don't. Uh, but here we got the Dove Love connection. I'm sitting here with some of Chicago's finest Zetas, uh, Sammy Kirax, Chief Key, and she mm-hmm. hates I'm, she hates when I'm gonna say this. But you better not, bro. <laughs> This is, what we, this is what we know her as. Don't do that. <laughs> Nasty Nils. Nils, everybody. Um, Key, you, you, you got questions. You got another question for us? I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I do. I'm sorry, you took um, over the for a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's cool. Go I'm ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just used to, you know, a lot of questions on podcasts because I also run a podcast as well. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, so how do y'all feel about grad chapters picking people that the chapter rejected? Mm. So like would, but like how would they know? So are you saying like your so sponsoring like, grad chapter or yeah? So like let's just say like okay, so my thing is even not even your sponsoring grad chapter, right? Um, let's just say if hypothetically somebody from SIUE never got picked to be a Zeta or whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. they go join a grad chapter in Chicago. Now, when you get this person's transcript, you clearly see that they went to SIUE. Why don't they reach out to undergrad chapters, like the chapter president or just somebody that they may know in the chapter and, you know, kind of get like a, a feel for who this person might be and why they, you know, wasn't chosen in the past. It'd be, it'd be different um, politics. It's, it's different. Um, I feel like I feel like maybe back then they probably used to do that, but like how grad chapters are now, I just I don't think they care. 
a lot of a lot of grad chapters a lot of grad chapters don't they don't care besides besides the fact they don't care they don't feel obligated to like have to interfere with the undergrad business unless it's involving the letters being snatched kind of shit you know like outside of severe that involves like the state director whatever the undergrad does whatever the undergrad does and they stay out of it for the most part from what i've seen our grad chapter wasn't really they didn't know who got rejected so exactly yeah well okay let me say this so what if it was one of those okay like your old heads have a grad chapter so they like go and join the, the grad chapter that your old heads in I feel like your old head should have a relationship with the undergrads anyway to where they can go and ask about, you know. Some ed, some old heads don't fuck with the undergrad chapters. I mean, that's true too, but when it comes to that, you got to think about, because you got they the advisor. So, you know, I don't know how grad chapters really run when it comes to that, but, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how much of the undergrad really shares with them, especially when it comes to intake. I think they only share with certain individuals. So depending on who mm-hmm. those individuals in that grab chapter are, they probably don't have anyone to contact to ask. Or I don't know. I just I don't think I don't, they care. I really don't think they care either. I don't think but, they care either. And it kind of bothers me because they'd be like, there's a reason why this person wasn't picked. Not even if you remove all the pettiness, like, oh, she dressed funny or her ankles always ashy, or whatever the case may be. <laughs> Some people just are not are not fit to be Zetas. Some people yeah. are not fit to be Zetas. Some aren't. But yeah, it, like y'all like, said, yeah. it's yeah. on that relationship that the undergrad has with the grad chapter, if it's their sponsoring grad chapter or not. Now, if I feel like if it's a sponsoring grad chapter, they may have, like, you know, the older store in there, they may have that relationship where they can say, hey, on the side, like, this person's not a good fit or this is why we didn't choose her. Um, you know, but Again, grad chapter has a discretion. They may see something that that undergraduate chapter didn't see in that person. And, and that you person, know, people can change too, because exactly, and graduate me is not the same. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That too, also. But like, then you, if that's the case, then it's like, what if this person is now putting on a mask so that they can, you know, be chosen? And that's then they finally the get their letters. Yeah, Let me ask you this that's though. True. Let me ask you this though, because like. If, if, like, if grad chapter and undergrad, uh, it's your old head in that grad chapter, and we all know discretion, how will we even know that they trying to be a Zeta in that grad chapter? Well, it depends, because the grad, the profile might come to the, to the undergrad, like, hey, we got this person coming in. We saw that she went there, which I know about her. I could, you know, that that happens. That happens. So, yeah. Especially if they're fresh out of undergrad. Why didn't you join it? Because the question that they ask is, why uh a lot of them asked why they didn't join an undergrad right mm-hmm. so oh, the, the question is there i've been a part of uh uh mip process as a as a graduate member so it just be like i wanted to like i see a lot of people who are rejected in undergrad and then go on to, to grad to um you know, join the organization, or they might switch to another organization and join. But I just feel like there should be some. Go ahead. You said I just feel like there should be some type of like conversation or something because hell, the person could have stole some shit from the school, and then I, you welcome them into the to the organization. Hell, they might steal from the chapter. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I said, put all the pettiness aside, like, and just get to know that person and reach out to. Sorors or uh, mm-hmm. and just see like why this person was never given an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Now, if they can't give you a valid answer, 
then cool, move on with membership. But like, a lot of times we're not just being petty. So that's me, true. To, to, to add on to that question, let me ask you this. For any of y'all that were involved with making a line or bringing a new blood into the organization, what is y'all thoughts on having like those overly involved old heads that like are trying to dictate exactly how you go about doing it from their era or making sure it's done right or other things of that nature and whatnot? The overly opinionated old heads. How do you how do you navigate, how, how do you navigate that? regardless. <laughs> and it don't even be old heads all the time, so it'll be pro fights sometimes too. How do you navigate that? Um, that's why it's important that's why it's important for your chapter to to one have a good relationship mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and if you know that it's time to start the intake process um meetings should be had about the direction of how you want things to be mm -hmm. um but i don't think necessarily everyone should be involved for sure you know your chapter right so you know who you can really go to when it's time for an intake for season sure. right? so you need mm -hmm. those are the individuals that you need to be speaking to Love who made, right. made a few lines, who got a few, who got who got that experience under their belt kind of thing to pass I on. Right. But you need to involve the ones who know we're here to teach. For sure. Yeah. And you but know I things that want to be done, quote unquote, right. For sure. Right. So I mean, honestly, when I became a Zeta, I moved off of camp. Well, I moved away from the Everzill area after I graduated, which was, I wasn't even a year into my uh, Neo year yet. But from being, I, I did travel back a lot to, you know, have some type of um, involvement or whatever. But as a Neo then versus now, I feel like I do agree that O-heads are very opinionated. However, um, a lot of them have a lot of wisdom too. Now, granted, you might not like the, uh, the way the delivery of the message, but a lot of <laughs> right. them have been through some shit. A lot of right. them then been in a, interrogations, or a lot of them have been in meetings with chap with me with the school president and shit. So mm -hmm. they know, you know what I'm saying? They know they're not just saying it because oh I don't like the way you're doing this. No, there's a meaning behind everything. Right. So I feel like it definitely needs to be some transparency amongst the chapter. Right. And I also feel like oh heads also need to learn when to shut up and allow the head kitty in charge to run her with all due respect especially if they're the kind of old head that's trying to relive their glory days was never really involved with shit outside of picnics or anything like that but realistically don't ever come around for service don't ever really talk in the chat unless they talking shit about other people in the chat like they just want right heard kind of old head you know and it also goes back to not understanding the lessons that you learn so it's like um if you just open your mouth and ask your old head, okay, well, why do we do this? And why do we do that? When should we do this? Asking these questions so that you can avoid certain situations. Mm -hmm. I feel like old heads need to be involved in yeah. bringing in um, new members. And I also feel like, like I proposed this, um, while well, I was talking to Nils about this before, like I feel like each chapter should have a retreat on, um, you know, the ins and outs of bringing new members into the chapter because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's it's common that we see a lot of people um, go down for hazing. Like we saw mm -hmm. the, the AKA prostitution thing and all of that shit. Like yeah. we see all of that shit happening. We see people dying from hazing um, incidents and all of that stuff. 
And that comes from not really knowing how to really run a show for real, for real. And people just going off of, yeah, people just going off of what happened to them and taking it to the next level. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of shit can be avoided how we have a sit down, a retreat for a whole weekend and you just literally going through everything. Somebody giving the next person a blueprint on how to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the, the younger ones have to be willing to listen. Exactly. And, and, and they have to have like an open mind and actually hear what's being said, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, time- well, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, a lot of times they like, you know, they don't want to listen. Like sometimes they don't mm-hmm. want to listen. They don't want to ask. And then when things happen, then it's like, who got to come to the rescue, right? So mm-hmm. exactly. it all starts from the beginning. So they need, well, first of all, everybody needs to be willing to listen to everybody, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It can't, oh, he can't just come in and be like, it needs to be boom, 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 boom. Because at the end of the day, oh, he's not on the campus no more. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't know the people that's there. So if the chapter can come to like a common, you know, ground or something about how to move things, me personally, yes, oh, he should be involved, but I don't think every oh, he should be involved. With all due respect, with all due respect, because all, all, all his ain't the best yeah but not and they also not about not about not with the shit anymore either exactly so it's like exactly. you know you don't want somebody that's around being a mo. you don't want people that's around it that's going to be negative and bring the morale of the chapter down um but yeah i feel like they it, there definitely needs to be some type of involvement from ohis to regulate that shit because it could be something as small as if i tell you you need to have a blue pen with you every every day and you think that the new people think like, oh, well, that's that's stupid. You could bring in whatever. Color. No, there is a reason why I'm telling you, you need to have a blue pen. And I I even do this in in um, court and all of that, too. Like, I always sign my documents in blue ink because that's how you decipher between whether it's a copy or an original document. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's stuff as small as that, that younger people don't really learn or get the 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 concept behind why they're being told to do certain stuff. I don't think and they always don't need that out here to I don't think you Latinos um wait until like shit starting to hit the fan to like okay maybe we need to ask somebody older than us like because they think they grown because they think they grow they think they know everything and then when shit hit the fan they get scared. Before you bring in new members, all right, who would we like to have help us in involved in this process to help us know what to do what's right? And then, like Sammy said, like have a common grounds on like, okay, this, 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 this will happen. You stick to it and you don't you don't grow away from that. Like yeah. yeah. And understand that every conversation is not gonna be an easy conversation. You might have been messed up with some shit, but you still have to keep that level of transparency with your old head because right they are the ones that know how to get you out of this. At the end of the day, nobody wants you to see- You ain't never did this here. before. Nobody wants to see their chapter get snatched over bullshit at the end of the day. So they're gonna do what they can to help prevent that as, as best as they can if you just mm-hmm. open up your mouth and ask the question, you know? Exactly. It might be a hard conversation. You might get your ass toe off. You might have um, a blue, you might have to sit in the blue room, whatever. Exactly. You it might happens. get cussed out and everything, but at the end of the day, it's all love and you learning a lesson yourself. God forbid you be the you be the line that makes your chapter go from a double letter, a double letter chapter to a triple letter chapter. And everybody's looking mm-hmm. like, what the fuck did this chapter turn into this? Oh, because this happened in 2021. If it could have been fucking avoided, you know? 
Um, mm -hmm. Nils, let me ask you a, 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 a question that's probably more specific to me and you. You come from a, a Caribbean background, right? Mm -hmm. What did your folks think about you joining a black, uh, or just joining a fraternity sorority in general? Did they think you, did they think you were joining a cult or something? Um. Did, they, did they understand what it meant when you said, <laughs> I'm, I'm joining a fraternity or joining a sorority? Uh, no, to this day, my dad still don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> like, he don't, he can't even pronounce it. Like, he'd be like, award, award, the award sisters. I'm like, no, nah, that's not the it. The what? <laughs> he says award, award sisters. Oh my God. <laughs> he don't know, he don't know. Like, he's very, very removed from that, but. Yeah, my folks. My mom understands though, like, she, she get it. I think she did her own research though, because she used to be asking me questions, child. Yeah. yeah my, folk, my folks didn't understand. They still don't understand. They still think I'm in a cult to this day. They thought I sold my soul or some shit for whatever I was doing way back when. Oh, I had no. Coming back home at two, three in the morning. What are you doing out all hours of the night? Well, you know, in two, three weeks, you understand. But until then, you know. I was away from my parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's the accent for me. Why did you put the accent, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> To mimic my parents, mm -hmm. to, to mimic to mimic my elders and their lack of understanding. <laughs> um, shit. What is uh? You kind of touched on this earlier, Key, when you was talking about uh, Greek life better preparing you for the real world and whatnot. What would y'all say is one lesson that y'all learned from y'all experience being Greek that has helped y'all better be adults or better function in society and whatnot? Tough times don't last. Facts. Tough times don't last for sure. You can get through anything. For like, damn sure. I honestly was going to say the same thing. That shit does not last. Yeah. Like you can I can make it through stigma. I can make it through anything. Shit, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> it's always going to be the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what got me through nurse school, y'all. I swear, when I when I was in nurse school, I, I felt like I was pledged a child. I was like, Lord, you got me. You got me through it before. Come on. Man. Yeah, for sure. Like, it really teaches you how strong that you really are. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, it ain't nothing that somebody can say about me that I ain't already heard before. So it's like, I can literally, like, somebody can literally, like, call me any name in the book. And that shit is not going to hurt me. It's not going to phase me. Like, you're just going to go in one ear and out the other. Because I've learned to block shit out and zone out. So, for me, I think juggling stuff. Like, yeah. man, I got so much going on. But somehow, I'm still juggling in it all. And I don't know how. But it's just like, when you think about it, when I was going through my intake process, um, I was working two jobs in school full time, and I'm somebody's mama. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and now as an adult, I'm still somebody's mama with an extra child at it, <laughs> <laughs> working two jobs, right? Mm -hmm. And then, and got your own business on the side it, of all it, right? You know, so it's like, man, it really does teach you how to multitask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Time management for sure. Exactly, man. Time I don't know how I did that though. Like my GPA was the highest it ever was because 
It had to be, but mine too. I don't know what happened though. Like after that, I'm like, okay, I don't have to juggle all this at this at, at once, but I be overwhelmed, but I be doing it though. I don't know how. I don't know how. Yeah, my I think I think the one thing my process taught me on top of everything else that y'all mentioned was just the uh the importance of, of perseverance and, and leaning on your supports when you need them when I, you know, because you don't have to go through everything alone if if it's mm-hmm. not meant for you, if it's not meant for you to go through it alone. But on top of all that, you know, finish whatever the fuck you gotta do just so you can get home, that kind of thing. That 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 mindset mm-hmm. is what my process definitely taught me at the end of the day. I'm gonna finish the job. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I gotta do so I can get back to my own place and decompress, unwind, prepare for the next day, all that shit, you know? Tough times don't Absolutely. last. Tough times don't last. Tough people do that whole thing, you know? Absolutely. Um, I notice now I tend to pile my plate up with a lot of things to do in one day or in a certain time frame, And I always kind of like related back to when I was, you know, becoming a member because it's like I had to do all of these things and only had a certain amount of time to get it done so now it's like kind of like second nature for me now and people always tell me like you got too much on your plate you need to focus on one thing and then move on to the others mm-hmm. but um I definitely would say that that kind of prepared me for it uh, yeah to be able to do that and you know you really don't even realize what you learn until like real life starts kicking in oh, for sure. mm-hmm. you really don't yeah. until you like really no. move away from your active phase in greek life you re- yeah. those lessons really hit you like oh yeah like honestly i didn't realize how funny i was <laughs> you know, you know. I didn't realize how funny I was. Hey, real shit. I was not. I was not the joke teller on my on my line. I was not the person ending the night early, having everybody laugh. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm in this podcast shit, I can't stop laughing and making jokes and stuff like that. I don't know where that came from, but to your point, that Keith, was all me and Nils. Like <laughs> we had that shit on lock from uh, improv to I wish. fucking and all like I didn't realize how funny I was like until like I was put in that situation like and I'd be like now people be like oh my gosh you're so funny I'd be like what did I do that was funny like I was yeah. dead ass serious and they be like I know that's why it's so funny but <laughs> I can literally impersonate anybody I can fucking <laughs> act stuff out like <laughs> shout out to Zeta okay because they brought that side out of me bro like for sure for sure Definitely take you out your comfort zone for sure. Oh, so far out the comfort zone. So far out the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah you have to learn and how to I appreciate that too. Because you know what? When it's time to do the chapter business, you have to piece together different um programs. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to speak in front of people. You do so you many chapter, Like you really you have to run a chapter like it's a business. Like you have to be able to communicate, over-communicate at times. So if, and if you're no, not a big communicator or you're shy, like it's definitely I will going I, to absolutely. pull you out of that. I will I will give Sigma credit for making me more business savvy and learning how to run a business, run a program. What's the ins and out of those things? What am I going to need for this? All the different things that I don't typically think about or wasn't thinking about go into a whole specific event or program or just business proposal mm-hmm. type shit. I will I will I will credit Sigma for teaching me those things. That's how I better learn how to run absolutely even learning running run even learning how to run this shit 
you know, some of it comes Absolutely. From, and know, those are the things you should be learning. You should learn what time management mm-hmm. is. You yeah. need to learn how to be professional. You need to know when to be brotherly or sisterly, you know. Those are work things on your that you need to be taking. Don't go right. Exactly. Life, how yeah. are you responding to yeah. things? You know, that's mm-hmm. what are you, you aware of your surroundings. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Being aware of your surroundings and knowing if you out with your friends, knowing where your friend at at all times that they what? lose your sight. You know what I'm saying? Sigma antennas are so fucking real. Lessons that I'm talking about, y'all. That these new Greeks are not being taught. Like, like if you think it's just it wearing your friend in the bathroom by herself. What? Yeah. yeah, see. So, so, so to that point, because Key brought this up earlier in the show too. Based on the lessons that we learned or we just talked about, we gained from our experiences in Greek life, what would which movies or TV shows, if any, would you say have semi got the representation of Greek life accurate? If um, any school days. Okay. Uh, the okay. only thing that's different is the fact that, excuse me, um, when that when that movie came out, that was during a time where Hazen was legal, I believe yeah, yeah. it was still legal then. And they were still hazing people on the yard. So, like, I have old heads that was made on the quad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that's the only thing that's different now. But as far as the rep- representation, I think that's the closest thing to um, Greek life. Yeah, yeah. I agree, because that Burning Sands movie was not it. What? I was, at so, all. I was so that was not it. it. And then, you know, you can't really look at, like, the stump the yards and all of that because... That was just focused like on one point yeah. of it. Um, but yeah, school days, I would agree. That's that's probably the closest you're gonna get. But the, honestly, I hate when they make movies focused around Greek life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even because every time they do it, they Greek do it directors. wrong. Or even <laughs> just yeah. even just having like a, a a cast member or a guest uh, a special episode where a guest shows up who's in a Greek organization, but they're not like accurately representing that organization and what they stand for or what they actually do or shit like that but know? y'all sometimes it do be the greeks that be behind this yeah it, it do. yeah yeah and, but my thing is like before i even became greek and just you know knowing a little bit that i did know you would think it was almost like a secret society yeah, everything yeah. wasn't so out there and if part of me like not even part of me i feel like we need to get back to that we are just it's just so much easy access to us now Especially with the social media. How are you able to come up with this whole movie about what you think it is? You know, where are you getting this information from? Who's sharing? Who's saying this? Who's saying what? That be a part, though, that be making a movie for real. You said what? I feel like it's people that were a part of a process making movies like that. Oh, for sure. No, of course. Like that Burning Sands movie. Wasn't it like a cue of somebody who was bad? I think so, yeah. That movie was just, oh my God, that movie was outrageous to me. I was just watching it in the just, I was just disgusted. Sorry. I think I think mm-hmm. as far as TV shows that got it right, um, a different world was also like pretty pretty accurate in terms of representation of Greek like in, in terms of like the community service, the step shows. Granted, I was like the 90s, so it was kind of that you know above ground pledging process, but even to that extent, mm-hmm. you know, it was semi-accurate. You but know? they were focused on the important stuff, the community right. service, you know, right. keeping up your grades, having a Brotherhood, good sister, representation while yeah. you're on campus and off campus. It's yeah. not like that. <laughs> not at all. So yeah. I, I say those kind of shows in the 90s made it more made it as accurate as possible. 
And I'm pretty sure back in those days, they were just like the TV shows, right? Yeah. So now it just comes to a point of how do you get it back that way? Yeah. Because they pledged I mean, a lot. <laughs> oh, no, no, but, no, but, no, but like take the pledge. We don't even know what pledging is, right? So, mm-hmm. but how do you get the focus back to what the organizations really stand for? What's the goal? Like, you know, yeah. how do we get it back to that? The, the important things. I think also, and I'm a, I can blame myself for this too. Um, I think for one, orgs need to stop picking people who are seniors and getting ready to graduate. Because at this point, what can you do for the chapter? Secondly, Eve of mine. That was a, yeah, secondly, that was why I didn't get on the first two lines. Yeah. So secondly, um, I feel like, well, even to piggy off that, if they are seniors, see if they if they plan to stay in the area. You know what I'm saying? If they plan yeah. to establish life out there. Or if they're gonna um, go to the grad also, chapter or something, you know, if they're still gonna be around. Exactly. You know? Right. Exactly. So and then also I feel like like I said, I can blame myself for this too. We need to start like <laughs> staying, not staying, but like being more active in the mm-hmm. area that we, you know, uh, pledged in. So like with me, when I first moved away, I used to come down to every field for like every event damn near, like the choir show, march down, any Zeta probates or anything like that. I was there, but I know I could have been there more often. So I think what's missing is the fact that a lot of Profites and oh has moved out of the uh the city that you know the neos are in so it's like now they kind of stuck with like not really having no guidance for real it's completely different from having somebody physically there than to have somebody over the phone true yeah that's that's true and then a lot of people be feeling like oh i'm too old to still be involved in undergrad business when it's like i don't even think it's a matter of being too old i just think that you know as a big sister, you're supposed to be there and be that mentor. Mm-hmm. Message! I was back to what type of relationship is going on with the chapter. So that plays mm-hmm. a big part too. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Children of podcast. Stay tuned. On today's episode of How Fucked Up Is Fucked Up, that's fucked up. This is called uh, That's Fucked Up. Basically, let's talk about a scenario that's either in your life or that you've seen in everyday life that you say is fucked up in your opinion. For example, uh, people that sneeze and don't cover their mouth, but then look at you like you're the bad guy for not saying bless you and they get mad that shit like if you don't take your outbreak monkey ass away from me and cover your fucking mouth <laughs> shit like that that's fucked up so ladies what's fucked up um oh this used to piss me off when i was living with my dad so <laughs> he would like come home with food just for himself and then like <laughs> not ask if nobody else wanted food but then it comes time for me to order my food because I clearly he ate already and then he get mad because I ain't asking if he wanted something like how does that work like that's me I did that yesterday I went and got an icy <laughs> and 
I sat in my car till I was done with it. Every no, that's childish. <laughs> that that's childish. Oh, my kids wouldn't see it. <laughs> no, that's different. But don't get mad, like as if you ain't ate all fucking day, nigga. You just ate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> Nils, what's fucked up? Uh, leave it to me to get all deep, but I feel like people that abuse um, beings that can't defend themselves are fucked up. Like, you know, all right. Oh yeah. Very mm-hmm. funny. I agree. Sammy, what's fucked up? She hit the world. <laughs> um, I'm just like, now. Nah, so what really grinds me is like when it comes to this whole weed thing. So mm. we're locking up all black men and women, mm. right? But yet the white man is getting money off of the same thing they're literally selling it yep and making a living making millions mm-hmm. right but we're selling it and we're getting locked up and then not only that they're gatekeeping the whole industry they're yep. making it so hard for minorities to even get into the business just to try and be a grower legally yeah to get to own a dispensary yes partner dispensary all you gotta that shit jump that. through hoops like yeah. like you damn there have to go in like with a blind part like you have to have somebody be the face mm-hmm. for your business and it's crazy because i was just watching a clip for this movie called i think it's called a banker and i have to find it so i can watch the entire movie but it was literally about a black man who uh, was getting into real estate However, by him being a black man in LA trying to get into real estate, right? Nobody would give him like any loans or anything. So he had to use white men as the face of his business and to go in and sit down and make those deals and those partnerships. And so this just it's just crazy how when it comes to starting industries, we still have to do that. Cause I know mm-hmm. we're still doing it. It was like that movie, uh, Sorry to Bother You, where Buddy was uh couldn't make a telemarketing sale to save his life until he started using his white voice and whatnot and confusing the people on the phone. This is a this is this is Todd from Better Business Solutions. You want to buy something for me today? And then everybody's buying all buying all his shit and whatnot because he was using his white voice. It, <laughs> it's fucked up that we gotta That's fucked up. play their game just to get ahead in life, just to get what we need to be in life when we should have already been, you know? Yeah, yeah. I like that. So that's fucked up. (laughs) For sure, for sure. That's definitely fucked up. And we're back, you funky bitch, you. I'm still the man of the plan. going to always keep it 100 grand. K-Dot, a.k.a. the legendary therapist. This is still the Children's Internet's podcast, and I'm still sitting here in the Zoom Trap Studios with my lovely guests, my lovely Soros and sisters, Sister Sammy, Chief Key Rex, and Nasty News. Now to get back to the rest of the conversation. Speaking on yeah. speaking speaking further on, on that whole relationship thing, what would y'all say is like some of the unique special bonds that are formed by having like sands, like people that crossed around the same time as you? Baby, I love my sands. What is that special bond that is formed between sands, whether they're the same yeah. org or not, you know? Man. I'm not really, um, you know what, Zeta, I was close with my sins, like, when we first came out, but, like, you know, everybody go on about their lives and the hype kind of die down, but I will say 
shout out to Zeta because most of my like closest friends, I met them because of Zeta. Like mm -hmm. people that's in my life now, like that's not going nowhere. Most of them I met because of Zeta. Mm -hmm. and thankful for that for sure. Like couldn't shout even out like, my, yeah. shout out to my NIU EG Sands man. That, yeah. That, Blue World Order, they're my niggas for life. You know we don't kick yeah. it like we used to, but they're my niggas for real. Them dancing ass Corbin and Deshaun and Chaz, all them dancing. <laughs> oh yeah, I, Deshaun, I love Deshaun. I love Deshaun. <laughs> I, I, fuck, I fuck with my EG Sands long, the long way. Shout out to Ada Delta, Todd and Tandy and Shia, Keisha, yeah. <laughs> Kiara, all y'all, of course. I think oh, yeah. Fall 15 was a different breed because Neil, we don't really have no uh, blue and white Sands for real, for real. No, no. Besides Ada Delta. Yeah, I got really no Eddie Delta like that for real, for real. Y'all got Sands in different orgs at least. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, like, but like, it was only us in the SG Rose that came out. Like, okay. On our yard that year, yeah. Nobody really had a line that year besides us and the SG Rose, which we were cool we with them. No. We so special. Right, spring Thursday, right. baby. We had. I'm Spring thirteen was happy. Spring, spring thirteen and summer thirteen. That 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 like, that, that group right there. You know? We had a lot of Zeta Sands and Kappa Sands. Like man, and we were like tight though. Like, but yeah. we were heavy. We had a lot. We had a lot of yeah, you we had a lot of Sigma Sands and Sammy and them was almost our Sands, but because of how close we are, we damn near treat each other like we were Sands anyways. Because y'all close enough, shoot. Close <laughs> enough, you know. Y'all close enough. Y'all close enough. <laughs> man, like, yeah. Shout out to shout out to Spring Thirteen. Period. Like, yeah. Man, shout I out guess. to us. <laughs> it's okay, baby. I, I. So, 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 since Nils just said that, yeah, I. What is the difference, if there is a difference, between spring lines and fall lines? Oh, everybody always I'm a summer line, so I'm smack dab in the middle of both of y'all, and I'm, I come in in the midst of picnic season or whatnot. But spring is lit because when you coming out, summer around the corner, you got the picnics, you get to mm. travel to other schools. Like, man, is it spring is lit? Yeah, I like, like that's when most of the events start happening. Fall is homecoming and all of that, but yeah, fall like, lines come out when homecoming's popping, you know. Our our chapters yeah. like don't really do fall lines like that, so that's why I, it was like real hype for us. Like that's why mm -hmm. our ship name is the resurgence because you know we have to uh, <laughs> feel me hyped up the chapters back up. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Did, like hey, I was we a little upset that we was gonna be a fall line because I would prefer it to be a spring line, like how Sammy said, like with the, the summer right around the corner, but mm -hmm. because I'm a fall line and we're like one of the very few fall lines in our chapter, it makes it so much better. Like, not trying to toot our own horn, but ZSBR and DK is like literally one of a kind. Like we are no still real you. close with one another. Think about like, it, think about it. Y'all really don't know that many other like lines from our chapter like that for real, like it's us. We make noise. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like our chapter, like out of all the lines in our chapter, noise. our line is like literally the the most like unique line in our chapter. Real so simple. like aside, that's why aside, I really, really aside from y'all and Lilo, I don't think I know anyone else from y'all chapter like that. And if I do, I didn't know they was from y'all chapter. Not. 
Real talk. Yeah, probably. Shout out to Lilo. But you know what it is though, like too about the fall lines is like I I think it was cool that like you know we we got to come out. Did they get a little break? Did they excited to see like what type of events we gonna have? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, see what they really talking about. Like y'all don't have to wait a whole summer. Like no, we about to turn y'all up right now. Okay. Hold on. Just... <laughs> so, so, so. The spring still do it better though because the weather, <laughs> like, the weather started breaking. You know. You like you so, said, dope events. The summer's coming up. It's just it's to that great. to 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 that point of of what we said earlier, coming into the chapter with some momentum behind you or some hype behind you. I know from my group when we when we came in, we was a summer line, so we was we 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 without getting too much into detail, we weren't active on campus when we came in, but we made the best out of it by having summer parties and picnics and summer kickbacks and throwing house parties. That's what we got our our fame from quote unquote so what would y'all say mm-hmm. are some of the events that y'all threw or some of the events that y'all is a part of that y'all are most proud of or that y'all line is most known for for that matter i, I know say sammy i know sammy them is definitely the thanksgiving yeah, throwdown event definitely our gone show i was just gonna say that the yeah show y'all we show. have every year mm-hmm. we have um, one too we have we have like this talent show where like people sign up and then like if they weak, you bang this big old gong and they got to get off the stage and it'd be hilarious. <laughs> so like we bring a lot of people out, people be like thinking they can sing and then you got everybody in the crowd acting ignorant like doing y'all doing motherfuckers like the Apollo. That's sound fun. <laughs> yeah, right? y'all, y'all, that's exactly y'all, what it if is. If y'all listen, take this idea. Have a time. I'm saying y'all, y'all, y'all had a whole Zeta Apollo show and whatnot. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But we call it the gong show. I'm with it. I still look forward to that to this day. I'm with it. Shout out to the Neo. Yeah. They keep it going. See, one thing, one thing that I wish we could have done that maybe if my Neos are listening, they'll do. I wanted to have like a, a blue and a blue and white wild and out show where we have like the free subgraphs. We play the wild and out games. We have, you know, like shit like that, you know, like I wish I wish we could have done that. Even even something like that, I wish we could have did, you know. Before I became a Zeta, I feel like AAB and Alpha Alpha used to have like some type of events like that. Mm-hmm. I can't really recall, but I think they did uh, have like some little wild and out events or um, I think they did like, um, what's it, uh, open mic too or something like that. Yeah. One event that um, my chapter used to do was a Valentine's, was an auction. I think you used to be I around Valentine's that. Day. I, I, I was part of that one year. Yeah, oh, and then the one when we came in, we tried to do a repeat of that. Um, <laughs> and I remember before I became Zeta, it, they had one at UIC, y'all. I'll yeah, tell y'all, yeah. that event was so lit. Me and my homegirl bought an alpha. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. But it, it, it'd be so funny seeing people like just Bidding all type of stuff, y'all. That yeah, that's so- how you find out who got crushes on who. Who? Yeah, why, right. y'all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> them date auctions definitely was fun. They definitely was fun. Yeah. But right now, our biggest so- event usually is the yard show that mm-hmm. we that the Zetas Alpha Alpha host at Chicago State at the beginning of the school year. Yep. That's our pride and joy. It's our pride and joy. Okay, I'm gonna start ours. making my business that I go then because I didn't yeah. know that y'all hosted it. So I'm yeah. gonna start going. Man. Unless things have changed, um, with that, that's that's us. So Three. when is it? Okay, I didn't know that. 
Baby, don't get me to get to line. It's gonna I'm be August. It, it's happening. Look, you will see a flyer soon. It's the happening. Three, the three things that I've always known AA has been known for that I would go to personally would would be uh, Thanksgiving Throwdown when they were doing that, uh, the yard show, and then if they had when they were having their picnics and whatnot. Those would be the three things that AA would always do that I would always look forward to being a part of or just going to. You know when I was more active. Mm-hmm. I was gonna start popping out some more. Y'all just gotta tell. Look, me too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, look. Yeah. And I was gonna start popping up question. onto some stuff, you know, depending on what it is. I, you know, I start popping out, but. I'm gonna make it feel like 2016 again. 2016. <laughs> nah, For my sure. 2013, 24th had from 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 2013 to about I, I I give them 2016. From those four years of Greek life was was a whole different era that'll never be repeated. That 2013 mm-hmm. to 2016. <laughs> um, step shows or stroll competitions. Ooh, stroll like for me. Shows. I like stepping. I love strolling, but I prefer to step. Stepping is like very clean and precise. Mm-hmm. So I prefer to step than to stroll. I can catch off some strolls faster than stepping. Like, don't get me wrong, I can step and I've done step shows. Those are cool too, but don't be in the stroll competition. Yeah, real yeah, quick. yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. it don't ever get no bigger than hearing WGCI saying the Sigma's got a nine eight stroll. It don't like at this big <laughs> age. It don't never get bigger than that. At this big age, put me in the stroll because me trying to step, I'm definitely gonna need some uh, some practice. I'm saying, let me know when we do a crossover. Let me know when we doing the old school stroll. Let me know when we doing reverse or IA groove. You know that kind of shit. The reggae stroll, those are about all I got nowadays. I got three, Ooh, four good I strolls and I'm done. No more. I'm, I'm How about strolls. speaking of songs, you know what song will forever remind me of the Zetas? I just wanna rolly, rolly, rolly with a dapper ranch. I already got some designer to hold on my pants. I just want some ice on my wrist so I look better when I dance. Have you looking at it? Put you in a trance. I just wanna rolly, rolly, rolly with a dapper ranch. On my wrist, so I look better when I dance. Have you looking at it? Put you in a trance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I ever wanted was a rolly, rolly. All I ever wanted was a rolly, rolly. Cooler than a snowman with the ice all on me. Now your chick all on me. Now your chick all on me. That's video. I just, man, shout out to Sherry because she just tagged me in that video. She just reposted it on her page. Like one of the hardest strolls. Like we're we were even strolling backwards. Like who, who yeah. does that? You know, like I say, well, yeah, I say, I'm like, how did they get a become a part of this? Because nobody asked me. I say, Girl, I, um, <laughs> shoot, who you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I say, you know I the say, right people, they'll reach out to you. Hey, we this this is coming up. Do y'all want to be a part of it? Some of the most some of the most lit strolls that I've seen at picnics or, or yard shows in my era were uh y'all roly roly rolls roly 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 stroll, um EG and a bop stroll, or specifically the uh the G Herbo I'm rolling stroll. I was about to say the rolling one. I love that shit's they hardest stroll. Uh, for us, when we were doing the Nene stroll back in the height of the bop music and the, and the Fifi music and whatnot, uh, 
I say some of those most those are some of the most legendary strolls I've seen or been a part of in my he and them got one too, but I it's a slow one and Lilo showed me how to do it one time it was so long ago. I only I know it when I see I just know they be rolling. Was it kiss kiss? It, yeah, it, it probably I, was kiss kiss. Girl, I don't know, but I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> Is it to to, um, to, the, to that point? Is it proper etiquette to steal another chapter stroll or to 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 remix another chapter stroll? Is it is it proper etiquette to do that? I, I don't think that. you should remix it. Okay. Out of respect, I, I don't, don't think care. you should remix it. But nobody's gonna know because nobody's gonna know because you know you know your stroll when you see it. Yeah, right. If I steal a stroll from something I saw on YouTube from a chapter that's in Florida, how would they know? Also, no, I well. That's true. So, it, but as far as like, let's just say we go somewhere and I then I don't know. I don't. I don't. Me, that's like us taking y'all stroll. I, don't, I. I mean, I don't know, cause like we. Meet me in the chat. I take, I take parts of strolls. Like, Something I, I want to say, but just meet me in the chat. That's going to be in the name of this episode. Meet me in the chat. That's going to be in the name of this episode. Look, when I see a nice stroll, I don't want to steal it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring it back to the chat. Look, y'all, we doing this at the next party. Like, That's it. Or but you know what, strolls do get. But you know, honestly, strolls do get remixed all the time because it might be time. one little part some everybody can't do. Or so I, I, seen, I guess it's not that bad. I didn't see so many different strolls to bounce and break your back. Like I know there's yeah, different strolls everywhere. Yeah, that's because I think y'all do the bounce and break your back strolls slightly different from us. Yeah, I've seen, I've we. I mean, honestly, we all do it differently. <laughs> I, I've mm. seen so many different versions of that. I've seen different versions of people trying to do IA groove or, or reverse for that matter. Yeah. Like so like it, I guess, you know what? Honestly, it really, I guess it don't matter. There's like three different crossover strolls and shit. So, yeah. Shit, the Sigma's got a stroll at SIUE that's called ISU. <laughs> that they got from ISU. So, See? yeah. <laughs> they have a copy with it. <laughs> they like, like, ISU, ISU. And I'd be like, okay, we do it. ISU. It, it, it'd be like that, man. Nah, it, so, I guess it really no, don't matter. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> uh, I'm dead. Co-host Key, you got any final questions before I wrap this up? We, I think we've been doing this. One last thing. Go ahead. I think, because this question is asked a lot. Go so ahead. So like knowing and experiencing everything after Greek life and um, even becoming a member, would you do it all over again? <laughs> absolutely not no I'm no. <laughs> no it's a no for me no <laughs> even with like the networking and all that that comes with the you um, it's very beneficial though it has been for me at least um so for me yeah I think I, if I, I think if I didn't have my ships that I have now if I was paired with a different group of if I was paired with a different group of niggas I probably wouldn't do it it, right. it would have it would have to be the exact it would have to be the exact same niggas mm -hmm. I had in the exact same time that we came in for me to do it all over again. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I yeah, I agree. Now. I wouldn't do it now. But yeah. if it was then, I'd do it. <laughs> Whatever. It's definitely beneficial. Would y'all, to, yeah. to, to that point, would y'all ever do it solo if y'all had to? No. Would you, ever, <laughs> would you ever be a solo captain anchor kind of whatever? Like, no, sure. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Shout out to the. Uh, it solo. is. Like, there, there, there are a quite a pressure. few. There's a few. There's quite a few uh, solos. Shout out to my Neo, my 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 solo captain, captain anchor, Hollow Point. Shout out to that kid. And I absolutely respect them, and and I respect them, especially if 
they're the only one in the chapter. Like they're holding the chapter down. Like what? Mm-hmm. In the chapter they're coming. They're the ones that's reaching out, trying to engage people to come to their events. Bro, this motherfucker is the president, the vice president, the treasurer. Yeah, like you're playing a role. Like I'm the phylax. Like to be doing the all that. Sergeant at arms all by himself. He's shutting himself up in his own meetings or whatnot. Hey, it takes <laughs> yeah. but you know what? Way. But if you can get the job done, then get that job done. Hey, you know fuck what I'm it. I, I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it whatsoever. I think so we I especially respect the ones that started with people online with them and literally ended with just them. Oh, yeah. Um, because it takes a lot of perseverance and persistence to continue on with a process like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And when everybody just left your ass hanging, so I definitely appreciate that. But I probably would not be the person that would go on and be a, a, a solo because I'm just looking back on how we all used each other um, in our process. Like I was good for something. Nils was good for something. Freddie had her own thing that she did as she was good at something and saying was Yasmin. So it was like, we all needed each other in some kind of way. And I think that's why we got along and we meshed so well with each other. Because it wasn't just everybody or one person just doing everything and carrying the whole shit. We all literally balanced that Every, shit out. Facts. Everybody yeah, played a part. Everybody right. played a part. Imagine a day where you really just not feeling it and you don't got nobody to kind of pick up the slack. Well, if you're right. You, <laughs> you know how hard it's got to be to pull yourself together just to Stop. get the and by yeah. having others, you know, you got other people to pick up that weight. So it's just, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Shout out to those uh, ghost ships that we never see no more, that we haven't seen since the process was over and whatnot. Shout out to them. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know who y'all are. All right, are. y'all. I'm going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I, I'm, I'm, that's why I thank God for my ships, because, like, we don't see each other a lot, and we don't talk a lot, but we, like, we very much so around. Mm-hmm. Yo. For sure. When the time is needed, you need to pop up. We there. That's it. Y'all know what's so crazy is like, I remember coming in, like, I just had all these dreams and aspirations of being that Zeta, right? Mm -hmm. Like, being active, going to a grad chapter, then trying to run for something, like, on a national level, and this, that, and the third. (laughs) Then you woke up. Then I'm just like, man. That's a lot. <laughs> I would still like to do that. Like something on a like, level. but you know what? But the way things are now, I'm not going too much into my mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. I would love to be a part of a of, of like a branding team. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel like we do need some younger faces involved mm-hmm. in like how in the, we are moving as like an organization. Kind of program or whatever. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind. I think that would be dope if they had like um local city chapters as far as like a branded team on a national level yeah 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 to like come together and um you know come up with things because you know zeta is traditional zeta is old traditional and i just you know i went mad being a fresh face at some point <laughs> okay y'all i lied i lied one one last question i, I promise i'm done <laughs> do y'all think that it's fair to make um our organizations exclusive only to college students and college graduates Wait, say that again like do you think that it's fair to for d9 organizations to be exclusive only to um college graduates or people that are in college 
You think I mean, it should be open to people who are not in college? Uh, I mean, that's a part of being yeah. the elite, though. Because at yeah. one, I mean, think about this. That's how they were founded. That's where they get their principles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like scholarship. Scholarship is number one. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. without scholarship, are you like, you're not a part? Now, be it, be it, but then be what it, about be, those people who are on college in college and then they pledge and never get their degree? You know what I'm saying? That happens too. Yeah, that's true. But that's why some already have auxiliary groups. Like they could still be involved with the organization in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we if, if they just started opening it to just any and everybody, I mean. Yeah, no. I wouldn't say open it to any and everybody. I feel like there would definitely need to be some type of like um they would need to be a little bit more strict as far as like their guidelines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like how with, with college, like that's because you you got a degree or you pursuing a degree and you meet the criteria on paper doesn't mean that you're automatically awarded membership. So I still think it's that. True you will still have to like work for it and still have to show some type of um initiative yeah because like think about it they give people honorary membership all the time and mm. that mm. pisses me off because it's that's like, why i just made that noise like mm. <laughs> it pisses me off because what makes them so good to the point where you have to award them honorary yeah, membership? yeah, yeah. What, have, what have they done to contribute to, to my organization that they get honorary status yeah mm-hmm. right how have that's how important. involved have they been before you decided to give them right this this membership or do right? they just have a and now they can just donation? wear letters and stuff yeah do they just have a monetary donation that was good enough I personally don't think that should open it up to other individuals. I think it needs to remain exclusive um, just based mm-hmm. off of how it was founded. That's tradition. Black, you know, yeah. to me, D9, Black elite, again, you know, mm-hmm. Black excellence. And we need something for us. And we need something for us in college. You know, there's not too many programs or organizations for us as there, you know, that there is for Black educated people, right? So, especially if you're not mm-hmm. trying to be an athlete. Exactly, especially right. if you're not trying to be an athlete. So it's like, no, let's leave it how it is. I think yeah, I, I, I think I'll be upset. I mean, that's how you get people like Boosie trying to buy some capital letters and, and buy it <laughs> to the station or whatnot. Right, because yeah, then you get people true. acting a damn fool with the letters on, and they wouldn't understand mm-hmm. the importance, you know? I'll pay you a thousand In the hood on the block with the damn jacket on. on. Yes, you're going to have GDs buying. <laughs> God forbid. God, oh, forbid. Yeah. God forbid. God forbid. Just because. It's just like, <laughs> no. God forbid. No, but I think we should. I, I hope that's never a conversation to be had. I feel like we should just leave things how it is. and. I dash. That's just my stance on it. All right. This is going to be the final, final question to expand on, on Key's question. Uh, do y'all think the GPA requirements should be higher, should be raised up or, or kept where it is or even lowered to create more access and more opportunity for people or further restricted for that matter? 
I don't even know what um, that. What, what, what's I, th- I, think, I, think, I think across the board, bare minimum, I think it's like two five for most organizations. Later just went up to two eight. Right, it two might eight. be two eight. Oh. So. Okay. I think it should go up if it's two five. Um, Zeta just went up to 2A and honestly I don't think that that's not feasible because if if you got a one for the 2.0 what you doing trying to pledge right like Um, facts facts. your priorities in the wrong in the wrong place so I feel like it definitely should be higher than 2.5 I'm just being honest and if you need some GPA boosters then you need to be taking gym classes for a semester (laughs) to get your GPA up there that's it GPA was set the standard of like that there is a standard like can't anybody just come on and think they can become a member no you have to show that you have your GPA that's your scholarship right there Real mm-hmm. you showing us that you're a priority because your work comes before anything so mm-hmm. the organization mm-hmm. needs to see like you're on top of your studies 2.8 or higher I was just going to say that to that point. I was going to say that it shows that you are, um, it shows that you can handle not only your college work, but also running a business as well. Because Exactly. Because your, your, your organization is a business. Like to that, to that point, do you think people should also come in with a certain number of like uh, service hours, like community service hours before they join the herd? Yes. Yes. I, that can be I, falsified I, though. It can be falsified. I'm pretty sure they do, but I know we are pretty sure we had to but that should be important because you need to know if you can do community service because everybody can't do community service Mm -hmm. and you need to know that this is a part of you being a member that's probably one of your principles Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because again that's the that was the reason for these organizations being started yeah yeah community giving Mm -hmm. back to your community doing more So if you have a problem with doing that just to have meet a requirement to become a member, this is not for you. Message. Right. Absolutely. Well, I agree. As, as we close, what would y'all say is uh, y'all advice for anybody who's listening who's not Greek but is considering being Greek for some of the younger folks or older folks, depending on where they are in their life? What would you say is some advice you'd give anybody who's wanting to join a Greek organization? Make the decision for you. Message. I was just gonna say that. Mm-hmm. Make it for you and do it for the right reasons. Um, know that it, being an organization, you know, that's work. Don't think you could just come in and that's it. No, you come mm-hmm. in or it stops when you finally yes. get yeah. <laughs> right. No, there's actually more work to be done, and the work is mm-hmm. never done, right? So do it for the right reason because you know that's exactly what you want to do if you know that you're not social or you have a hard time dealing with being around so many people or this and that you might want to reevaluate some things but for the most part do it for the right reason and do it for yourself and understand understand that everybody that's your your frat brother your soror you're like Every person now just don't mesh and that's okay. Just know like that's why doing it for the right reason comes in to play. Cause don't do it for to just because you want to be friends with somebody. Or because right. you want to see 
Or you just want to say oh, you ain't never had sisters, so now you want sisters. Girl, right. that oh I hate that reason. Oh my yeah. god. Um, I ain't never had brothers. I, was, I ain't never I ain't never had a brother figure or father figure in my life. So I'm gonna do it for that. Not saying that's a bad reason, but that shouldn't be your only right. reason or your main reason, you know. I would and, say, um, I know we all joke and laugh about people with different processes and all of that, but don't compare your process to nobody else. Yeah. Everybody process is different. It's very unique to you and your line. So what happened to somebody 20, 30 years ago is going to be completely different than what's going to happen to you. And same thing for after you. So like, just say it like, be proud of who you are and don't be ever be ashamed of uh, what you went through or what you did or what org you joined. Do it because you want to do it and stop comparing yourself to other people. Because like Be I proud. said, everybody is different. The times are different. Be proud of the era that you came in. Everybody going to talk shit about the other era saying, y'all wasn't made like we was. Y'all didn't do shit how we did in the 90s or in the 2000s or the 2010s or 2020s. And make That's the best of it too. Like right. make mm-hmm. the best of it. Don't just be consumed with social events and, you know, the stroll and all of that. Actually network. Yeah, with people and get to get to know people. Make get to know the people that are in your chapter. Get to know the people that you are around. Get to know people from other chapters. Network because that can take you a very long way. You don't know what resources other people have, and they will share it with you without a cost. Travel mm-hmm. is something else I would say. Get out of get out for of, the undergrads if you're able to. Yes, if travel. you're able to. Get out of your get out of your yard every now and then. Travel to other yards. See how they do it in other schools. See what you can pick up from other people. See what lessons you can learn. See what to, to Sammy's point of networking. You never know what somebody else can do for you in a different space in a different state. Even if mm-hmm. they're not in your space, they can still do some shit for you. You never fucking know. So don't be afraid to reach out and travel yeah. and broaden your horizons. And stop pillow talking, nigga. Message. Yo, stop telling y'all business. <laughs> on that note, on that note, uh, this is the part of the show where I let my guests do their shameless plug, uh, promote themselves, their business, where people can find them, anything you guys are working on. So, ladies, in whatever order I want to go, go ahead, hit us with our shameless plug. Where can people find you? What y'all working on? If you want to shout out your org, you can. You don't have to. Okay. Well, shout out to the Delhi Delta Kappa chapter at SIUE. I'll see y'all. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at TC or my podcast page at the Girls Room Podcast. That's D A G R R L Z Room Podcast. Okay. Well, shout out to DK again. Um, I don't have a podcast or nothing like that, but I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. I don't really post like that, but you can still feel me lurk sometimes. I'll be posting my story, underscore S Foster. Same now you put your TikTok. You be on TikTok news. So you got if you got TikTok or anything like that, what you will? Oh, we'll be on TikTok. Um, yes, that's a little bit embarrassing, but whatever. <laughs> Nilly Nils. I'm. It's Nilly Nils. S Z S Z. Nilly Nils. Sammy, take us home. Okay, y'all. So it's me, Samantha, aka <laughs> Sammy. From the illustrious, shut up. From the illustrious <laughs> Alpha Alpha Chicago Citywide chapter. I you can follow me on Instagram. I think it's underscore by Samantha or by Samantha underscore something like that. But 
y'all can also follow my business page tinted beauty supply underscore online business so support www.tintedbeautysupplyllc.com and then also you guys i am an esthetician as well so you need facials ear candling v-seams body wraps come see me I just seen a video you posted about a beard facial or the can the candle waxing or whatnot. I might have ear candle. Ear candle. Y'all, they y'all, they love it. I'm have to come fuck with you and get 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 some ear candling going and, and get a beard facial one of these days. Yeah, come on. Yo, I'm the man who plans on always keeping a hundred grand. Those that know me in real life, Kevin from Iota Alpha Chapter here in Chicago, home of the brave Thunderdome. IA's love, IA's home. But in this podcast space, y'all know me as K Dot, Deuce of the Juice, the Nigerian therapist, Rafael De La Ghetto. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another wonderful episode of the Children Immigrants Podcast. Thank y'all for listening. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.